Salutations, friends, and welcome to another episode of Nerddom, 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 and Knowledge. 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 First pick for podcast. Last picked in Dodgeball. I'm James. I'm Jerry. And today we're going to be talking about some episodes of TV. Well, no, not episodes. We're going to be talking about TV shows that were cut off in their prime. Struck down before they really had a chance to truly shine. And they shined in their first season. Yeah, they did. But they were gone too soon. Gone too soon. And we missed them. One for me, one for my homie. Indeed. We're going to pour one out real quick. But, but first. Real, but real quick, can we talk about that intro music? We can. It's so good. It, it is. It's, it's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you go by the Krispy Kreme and like you're thinking about turning in and then the hot now light comes on and you're like, this was a gift from God. <laughs> and then you turn into the parking lot. <clears throat> that is the best Best description I have ever heard yeah, in my good. life. It is it is gold, folks. No, it's you know platinum. What? No, I'm going to tell you. You know what? That song is better than fresh Krispy Kreme donuts. Hold I on, Jerry. Hold on. That's I said what I said. Holy shit, folks! He I put said it, what he, I said. He, he, he put it out there. He Blue went darkness and noise machine. Your song is better than Krispy Kreme fresh donuts. Hot now, Krispy Kreme donuts. You're goddamn right, it is. I put that out there. Oh, that's out there for the universe. <clears throat> it okay. is. So, yeah, that can't, but, can't pull uh, the rings back on it. But before we dive all the way into the episode, uh, we do need to uh, do a little public service announcement um, just to put this out there. So yeah, you, if you'll give us just a moment, please. Hi. Are you a television show that was canceled before you were supposed to be and you want a second shot? Please contact the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Hal. We're working for you to give you the shot you deserve. Call Indeed. today. Please. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a public service announcement from Nerd. <clears throat> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, no, so seriously, uh, these are now, g- granted, there are hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands of television shows that were probably canceled before they should have been. Uh, we can't go through all of them. So what we did was is uh, we picked six that uh, fit in our wheelhouse, the stuff we talk about. Yep. The ones we feel like had a, a larger cult following than other shows of their type. And uh, our criteria was the show could have not meant more than two seasons. It, one or two of these examples had three, but, we but don't, 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 don't fucking uh, don't, yeah. don't do so that. Like, um, some of them just had two, two seasons or less, had to have done good ratings in their first season. Um, and then, uh, for whatever reason, for various different reasons, they were not renewed. So that was our criteria. But before we get into that, we've got to say a special thank you to our show's brand new sponsor, Southern Defense Martial Arts, based in Rockingham, North Carolina. They teach Sherwin Ryu Karate for discipline and self-defense. If you're looking to get in shape before Halloween so you can scarf down some candy, or if you just want to master the martial arts, give them a try. You can check them out online at www.southernsportkarate.com or Southern Defense Martial Arts, where you can purchase their instructional DVDs to learn at home. Absolutely. Big shout out to Southern Defense Martial Arts. Or Southern, yeah, Southern Defense Martial Arts. You nailed it, buddy. Thank you. You just screwed um, it up that one time. You don't yeah. have to feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Jerry. Hey, but, it's okay. <coughs> I messed up IT services and networking in the first episode, so don't feel bad. Yeah, that you're, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I just feel like this is always happening to us. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Luckily, we have understanding sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think if we ever got Pepsi on board, they'd be like, Pespi. Yeah. I think or, or this Diet Coke is good. Oh, but. Oh, shit. <laughs> so now in the South, though, if you say Coke and they have Pepsi, they're cool with that. But if your sponsor is Pepsi, I bet they'd have a problem with it. I'm thinking they might. They, yeah. they, they just might. Most likely, yeah. 
they'd probably drown us in Bard's root beer. Probably. That's There's worse good. ways to go. Uh, no, I hate root beer. That's the worst way to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that or warm pork urine, I think. Or worse, or they, could, they could come out with a meringue-flavored soda and drown oh, you in that. Fuck you, you devious <laughs> bastards. How dare you. <laughs> and sugar-free. No sugar added. Meringue-flavored soda. Fucking add sugar to meringue anyway. It's just fucking egg-white disgustingness. <laughs> go ahead and talk about Kayla's Boutique before I have to strangle somebody. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> And no, now, that was not me choking James. He just got choked up, okay? <laughs> but Jerry may choke me here in a minute. I don't know. It, it, if he asks nicely. <sighs> kink is a thing. Anyways, don't kink shame. Choke Anyways. me, Daddy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> My safe word is harder, Daddy. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not at episode 69 just that yet. Would That's be a, coming. That, yeah, that would be a very awkward sexual intercourse. <laughs> Are you sure your safe word is harder, Daddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. So when you say harder, Daddy, that means for me to stop. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, all right, cool. This is going to be weird, but okay. <laughs> <coughs> but no, now let's yeah. talk about some friends of the show. Yeah, now's a very good time to talk about Kayla's and, Boutique. And from Kink, we go to Kayla. So they're, yeah. they both begin with a K. They do. So uh, K-A-Y-L-I-C-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E. Kayla's Boutique on Facebook. World Spelling Bee Champion, folks. They carry clothing and accessories for babies and toddlers. I can't believe we went from babies and toddlers. Baby clothes. <laughs> from being choked during sex to bonnets and bibs. Yeah, that's that's good shit, but isn't it? Baby kink is kink. So. Uh, no, not baby kink. No, no. Well, age play is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. well, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Kayla's boutique on Facebook carries clothing <laughs> for accessories, clothing and accessories for babies and toddlers. So if you've got a new addition to the family, maybe you got kinky. One thing led to yeah. another, and you had a baby. By the way, we're sorry, Diamond. We're Diamond. We're sorry. <laughs> we're, we're so, so sorry. <laughs> but uh, Kayla's boutique, where the selection is unique. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Jesus. Oh, we're, we're sorry. We're oh, sorry. God. This is either going to draw you a lot more business, yeah. or it's going to the wrong business. everything. Like, yeah. I see your baby clothes. Where are your leather collars and ball gags? <laughs> <laughs> you may or have to open a second store. <laughs> or you may have to start learning how to work with leather. We don't know. <laughs> Diamonds, Dominatrix, Emporium. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Jesus. Let's make it a thing. Oh. Oh, God. Wow. Okay. Okay. One minute. Okay. All right. And then also, we can't forget our friends over at Joy-Con Gamers, whom you can find on Facebook, Twitter, at Joy-Con Gamers, and their website, joycongamers.com. And when you go there, you're going to find news for gamers by gamers. And who do you want your gamer news from? <laughs> Somebody who's shopping at Diamond's Dominatrix Emporium. They don't have time for video games. They're a little bit tied up at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. There's the clip for the week. Oh, oh Jesus. Epic dad joke. Oh. Oh man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I'm going to pee in a minute. Oh. We'll stop this. Okay. Okay. Oh, Ooh, God. All right. Thank God our sponsors are really understanding people because if they weren't, they would tell us to take their, I know, right? their name out of our mouth yeah. forever. This episode is brought to you by us because of last week's episode. <laughs> we lost all of our sponsors. They all left. Oh. They said, no mas. No mas. Oh, uh, yeah. 
their safe word was not harder daddy no it wasn't it was what the fuck are you doing (laughs) oh boy but finally (sighs) finally being appropriate yes yeah so now we have to give a big shout out to a good friend of ours from social media yes he is on youtube at youtube.com slash final harps yep he is on twitch at twitch.tv slash final harps yes and he's on tiktok at Final Harps. Yep, yep. And he has this great interview show called The Final Hour. The Final Hour. I would never get tired of doing that. No, never. Never in a million years. Oh, man. But, but yeah. yes, Final Harps has a uh, a great library of videos you can go to if you're looking to start a podcast or looking to how you know to get into doing streaming, whatever the case may be. The man has got you covered, and he's got that great interview show, uh, the Final Hour, of which uh, my good friend James across the table here just recorded his second episode two weeks ago, uh, which was very good. Uh, absolutely, had a lot of fun doing it, and. The man sitting across from me at this table recording with me right now, whose voice you just heard, yeah. is also going to be a future guest. Yeah, don't know when, don't know what we're going to talk about, but it's going to happen. It's going to be cool. I'll, I'll definitely be repping the, the podcast, whatever we talk about. But past that point, I have no idea, so we'll see what happens. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, Final Harps, go check them out. Indeed. And uh, having said that, talking about a master of social media, let's just meander over to our section of the world with social media. You can find us on Facebook at Nerdum and Knowledge Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerdum K. You can check us out on Instagram where we have posts and memes and things. Oh, my. Or you can send us an email about how we're doing or what you want to do or to get the website address for Diamonds Dominatrix Emporium at nerdomandknowledge at gmail.com. That's N-E-R-D-O-M-A-N-D-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Yeah, it's a good one. And uh, if you want to support us in a different way, you can always send us a message over on Patreon. James, take it away. Absolutely. So if you go to patreon.com, or you can download the app through the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Go to Patreon. We actually have videos for Diamonds Dominatrix Emporium. No, I'm kidding. No, we I'm do kidding. not. We do not. Of course, now somebody's going to tell us to make one. So thank you, James. <laughs> but no, seriously, folks. Uh, you go there. We've got videos up uh, talking about the Nerd Nest and various other things. And more uh-huh. videos are coming. Very soon. Uh, of course, if you want to support us in a different way, if you like what you see, you have some extra disposable income. or Stripper money. Much say. Yep, there Stripper it is. money, yeah. Uh, and you want to support us that way, you can become a one-time donor. You can become a regular monthly donor if you wish. And we will be gifting very soon. Yes. Gifts are coming. We're working out final And we will details. also be retro-gifting, so yes. stay tuned. Uh, absolutely. So there you go. That's it for Patreon. Yes, but our final social media platform, we would be remiss not to mention to you, uh, is we have a new video up on kink.com. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash nerdmk. Yes, we stream there occasionally. Right now, very occasionally. But we have plans in the future to do it more often. So make sure you check us out there. Go uh, give us a follow on there if you haven't already, and stay tuned for more to come. And the video on kink.com is called Harder Daddy, Please. Yes, but, uh, it is. No, no, I'm kidding. Kidding. No, no, trust me. If you go search that, I'm sure something you'll, you'll will come up. You'll find a video. It, it won't is, be it ours. It is not us. <laughs> it is definitely us. not us. Uh, James did his porn before the internet, so you can't yeah. find it on there. Yeah, it's, um, on, it's only available on uh, VHS. Yeah, and all my stuff's on my iPhone, so you got nothing to worry about. <laughs> so um, wait, did I say that out loud? A little bit. I forget yeah. what I just said. Anyway, uh, having said that, it's time for our first commercial break. So we will be right back. Huh? 
Hey folks, it's James and Jerry from the Nerd Demon Knowledge Podcast, and we're here to talk to you about IT Services and Networking LLC. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, owner-operator Will Clark has got you covered. That's right. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com, or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. Yeah. Then we're back. There you go. <laughs> and now it is time for everybody's second favorite part of the show. The nerd. Nest. da Little Hogan flex for the flourish. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah. Since you are rocking the Hulk Hogan shades today. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> so uh, today we're talking about hidden gems. Uh, TV shows cut off in their prime. And anytime you bring this subject up to somebody, there's always one show that gets mentioned. Always. Always. It's always the same show. And yet, we're going to talk about it. It's the very first one we're going to talk about. We're going to go ahead and just get it out of the way. That show is Firefly. Yeah. Um, everybody loves that show. Everybody was sad to see that show go. Um, they even though they did bring it back for the movie. Um, people were sad that there wasn't another movie. Like, that show has a huge following. Okay. Like, how good of a show do you really have to be to be canceled after just one season, but the demand for you is so high, you make a major motion picture, not like a B movie that goes straight to DVD or VHS. No, no it went to the theaters and yeah. did well. I mean, it, it did okay. It didn't do great, but it did Well, it did I mean, okay. considering it it's made its one, money. Considering so. it's a one-season series. Oh, yeah. I mean, it did really well at the theater. Yeah. So... So, we could not think of a more fitting homage to this show than to today. We are going to include in the Nerd Nest a DVD copy of the first season of Firefly. Well, the only season of Firefly. And a DVD plus digital copy of Serenity, the film made of the movie. Both items, yes, two for one today, are going into the Nerd Nest. That's a two for one sale. That's a twofer. Yep, that's I a usually twofer. cost you extra. Yep. Especially at Diamond's Diamond Where the selection is real unique. Oh, it is. It is. That rhymes. I'm kidding. All right. So how do you enter the nerd nest, James? Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to listen to the podcast. Yeah, that's the most the important thing. thing. The whole thing. Because at the end of the show, we're going to pick something we talk about during the show. It could be a word. It could be a phrase. But whatever it is, we're going to give you the hint at the end of the show. If you listen, you'll find it. You'll know exactly what it is. But, yeah, so that's it. All right. So having said that, it's now time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Fun facts, fun facts, super-duper fun facts, because these facts are fun. Yay! And we harmonized ourselves again. We did. <clears throat> so, um, obviously, it's it's pretty hard to find fun facts about just cult TV shows, and we didn't want to pull fun facts from the TV shows we were talking about. Uh, so, these are just some TV show fun facts. Just some fun facts yeah. about things on TV shows you might not have known. Yep. Uh, so, James, do you want to start us off, or do you want me to start? I'll start. All right, go ahead, brother. Okay. Most of the Muppets on The Muppet Show are left-handed because their puppeteers use their right hands to move the puppet's mouth, leaving their left hand to work the puppet's left hand. Yeah. So if you ever wonder why all the puppets are left-handed, it's because most puppeteers are right-handed. It's yep. what they do. Yep. It's just yeah. funny. Uh, th this next one, when I read this, I was like, the, the, the fuck? But it's true. Um, so Brett Wicks, uh, who designed the logo for the show, The Sopranos, thought the show was about singers. 
not mobsters. But if you've seen the Sopranos logo, you know that the R in the logo is a fucking gun. <laughs> so I don't understand what the hell is going on here. I don't understand. I don't gotta get it. I don't get it. it, it I don't get it. it. You know what? It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. So apparently these were gonna be singers who killed each other. I don't know. I, I, whatever. Yeah. Next. Will Smith would often memorize the entire script for episodes of Fresh Prince, and you can regularly see him mouthing the other actors' lines in early episodes. Yeah. He would memorize the whole script, not just his part, the whole everybody's script. part. Yeah. I, I, I guess it makes it easier for you to know your cues. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's a lot of dialogue yeah. to memorize. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you go to YouTube, um, you can pull up videos of him mouthing the other actor's words. Like, they have plenty of scenes of it actually happening. Uh, but I guess they kind of got on to him about it, and he stopped doing it after the first few early episodes. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those things that would just blow your fucking mind, because it blew mine. Uh, Jim Carrey who we all know is like one of the funniest human beings on planet Earth, auditioned to be a cast member of Saturday Night Live on multiple occasions, but he was never hired. Never. That is very, very strange to me. That's yes. that's, that's weird. It's very weird. Now, I don't know if this was before like he made it big in his comedy career, um, which like, I'm assuming it is because then he wouldn't have been, you know, like before in Living Color, maybe he auditioned and didn't make like it. Like maybe right after The Duck Factory. Possibly. Because that was like his kind of intro into the uh you know into the mainstream mm-hmm. was the duck factory yeah i mean it wasn't a big show but i mean it was it was his kind of move in and maybe he tried after that yeah it's a possibility know. he still wasn't a big name after that but people started i mean he was notice. a funny dude though yeah. like oh yeah 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 that's surprising mm-hmm. oh this one this one's surprising folks pay attention yes because kelsey Grammer, affectionately beast from the older Yep. X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a fantastic job with that, by the way. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. But Kelsey Grammer was the first actor ever in history to be nominated for the same character on three different shows for uh, Grammys. No, for the Emmys. No, uh, Emmys. Emmys, yeah. sorry. Emmys. But he was nominated for his character, Dr. Frazier Crane, uh-huh. from Cheers, Frazier. Yes. And Wings. Yes, he appeared in a few episodes of Wings as Dr. Fraser Crane. Which and means that those universes are connected. That is... Yes. It's showception. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that is interesting. That, it really is. Yeah, that really is. This next one's just kind of weird, uh, but we'll go through it anyway. So, uh, the kids' bathroom in the Brady Bunch, if you were a fan of watching the Brady Bunch, you will notice that that bathroom had no toilet. That's right. There were six kids. No toilet. Network censors didn't want a toilet shown on TV because toilets are very taboo, of course. I mean, like, they know that people have toilets in their houses, right? Like, we, I mean, we, like... We know what toilets do. It's not like we're going to show a toilet where somebody's just exploded all over it. Yeah, I mean, or we're yeah. not going to show, like, the kid sitting on the toilet. Like, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, but, like, there could be a toilet yeah, in there. We, like, we're not going to show the toilet on Taco Tuesday. No, we're definitely and not. And that was some alliteration. And, we're, and we're definitely not going to show it on uh, WAP Wednesday. We're not yeah. going to do that either. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, though, like, I, I can't imagine what their, the thought process was behind it. Like, well, what is the big deal? I don't get it. But it, it, there was a reason they said no. So there you go. There's no, you go back and watch, there's no toilet in the bathroom. Yeah, that's. Yeah. 
okay, I guess everybody went outside. They must have. And they were like, you know, Tiger's like, the fuck, man? This is my bathroom. And you're all <laughs> shitting in my yard. Uh, Poor that dog. A- <laughs> he said, wow, that's a, that's a big one, Bobby. You did good there. <laughs> oh, God, I just don't. I don't <laughs> why? I don't understand it. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, like, God. Like, I mean, I understand, like, you don't want to show somebody using the bathroom. That's one thing. But just you don't want the toilet to be seen because people at home don't have toilet. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Censors, uh, man. What sensors. are you going to do? Uh, Fuck the censors. Fuck them all. Yeah. And if you want to, you can go shopping at Diamonds Dominatrix Emporium <laughs> for all your fucking the censors needs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I, I, I hope she does not hear this. <laughs> she is going to murder the both uh, of us. <laughs> There's a part of me that kind of hopes she does. I, I really she hope she does. She might enjoy this. She might, but at the same time, like, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm very afraid. Well, having said that, uh, we're going to take our second commercial break for what might be our last show. (laughs) Then we'll be right back with the meat and potatoes. Yeah! Hey, guys, it's Jerry with my good buddy James here to talk to you about our friends at CBD Essentials. Indeed, Jerry. Our friends at CBD Essentials have graciously agreed to offer our listeners a special discount. Use the promo code NAK15 at checkout to receive 15% off of your total purchase price. And CBD Essentials offers a wide variety of products like gummies, creams, tinctures, oils, even pet treats for your furry friends with joint pain or anxiety issues. Best of all, they offer free shipping on orders over $100 and will ship directly to your door. So give them a try. You won't be disappointed. Find them on the web at CBDEssentialsUSA.com. And don't forget to use promo code NAK15 at checkout for that 15% savings. Yeah, and we're back. Yeah, Diamond was chasing us. She she overheard. She's fast, man. She's Luckily, the, the door barred before she could get inside. <laughs> but she's still banging, trying to get... No, that's me banging on the table. No. I'm kidding. All right. So now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event. Ding, 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 ding. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Nerdum and Knowledge proudly presents to you, Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a cult classic television show. It's Jim, G-E-M, not J. We, we know. And of course, Star Trek only yes. had two seasons. Of course. Three well, seasons. it had three, but three so seasons. it didn't fit the criteria, but yeah. it's still like, it got canceled after its first season. Yeah. Luckily, Lucille Ball brought it back. Um, you know, that's a whole story for another show, though. Yeah. So, uh, as previously stated, we're going to start with Firefly. So, uh, Firefly premiered in 2002. Uh, This space western follows the crew of the Serenity, a Firefly-class ship, which is named because it has a big butt that glows when it flies like a Firefly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, As they explore the galaxy and try to live their life outside the influence of the Alliance, it lasted for one season and only 11 of its 14 episodes were originally aired. Three were never shown on the network. They were only available afterwards on the DVD. And not to mention that Firefly also contains one of Jerry's favorite actors. Yes. Nathan Fillion is a national treasure. That dude is fantastic. Yeah, but folks... Uh, but, I mean, the cast of the show was fantastic. Oh, you had Alan Tudyk. Um, uh, Jesus. Uh, Gina Torres. Yeah. Um, the big guy. I can never remember his name. He was on X-Files. Uh, he was the mechanic on the ship. I cannot think of his name to save my life. Uh, Kaylee, uh, the girl who played Kaylee. Um, 
The cast is fantastic. So oh, yeah, good. Absolutely. And uh, Nathan Fillion is just, he's Nathan Fillion. What are yeah. you going to do? And again, this, as we mentioned before, this show had such a following, such an impressive following, that they made a feature film yeah. for release in theater, in theaters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, if you're a fan of the show, you know the show. The, the ship was named Serenity, yeah, uh, because um, of the Battle of Serenity Valley, which was the the the, the fight that they said changed the tide for the. Um, they weren't called the Resistance. Um, what were they called? The Independence? I think. I think they were called the Independence, uh, which changed the fight for them and made it kind of where they were on the losing side of things now, uh, which is why he named the ship that so he wouldn't ever forget about what happened. Right. Uh, but the movie is great. The show is wonderful. If you've never seen either one of them, like it's literally a 14-episode show and a two-hour movie. A weekend and you're done with it and you, you you're going to be better off for doing it trust me it's it's fantastic yeah absolutely yeah uh can't say enough nice things about the show yeah. or the movie and especially like the absolute like best line in that that movie uh is when they say what are you planning he said what are you aiming for he said i aim to misbehave i love that line it's fantastic <laughs> all right but next we're going to talk about Constantine. Yes, not the movie. Not the movie. The television show. The television show, uh, that which aired in 2014. This show follows John Constantine, a detective who deals with the occult and helps solve cases of a supernatural nature. The show only lasted for one season, but Matt Ryan reprised the role in the Arrowverse episodes and even went on to voice the character in the DC animated films, which says a lot about his ability to bring the Constantine yeah. character to life. No offense... To our good friend who portrayed him in the movie, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yes. But I now, know um, if you are a fan of Constantine in the comic books, you know that Matt Ryan's portrayal is more comic accurate, right? Uh, because he looks more like what Constantine looks like in the comic books. Um, and, and hats off to Matt Ryan; he's a fantastic actor. Um, I loved his portrayal of Constantine. Uh, one of our good friends of the show, Phil, um, does a cosplay of Constantine based on Matt Ryan's version. Well, a, 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 a sort of kind of version of it. His is more of a cross between that and Crowley from Good Omens, but uh, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's a, like James said, it's just a lot about the character that not only did he, you know, his show got canceled. They were like, well, I, the show didn't make it, but you're great. So we're going to bring you back and we're going to do Arrowverse episodes. Uh, and he's been uh, a frequent guest on Legends of Tomorrow, uh, which I just found out earlier today. Uh, I was actually already done prep work for this and was reading on my phone earlier when I was on Facebook that uh, he's done playing the character on the Arrowverse. He's switching over to a different character, you know, because the Legends of Tomorrow go time traveling, wibbly right. wobbly, timey wommy stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he still voices the character for uh, the DC animated film. So any more yeah. of those come out with Constantine, he's going to be in them. It's going to be good. And so that takes us to a, a personal favorite of mine, um, and that is the little-known television show, or well-known television show, actually, just didn't quite make it, and that is Freaks and Geeks, which I'm a super big fan of. So this show first aired in 1999, and it's centered on a group of teenage outcasts as they tried to navigate the social aspects of high school while growing up. Eventually, creative differences led to the show getting canceled, but Judd Apatow, that's a name you might be familiar with, uh, he's directed a few um, very well-known Hollywood films, uh, he made a, another show uh, called Undeclared, 
and decided to invite some of the characters from Freaks and Geeks back uh, to appear on that show because it was set in a college. The other one was set in high school, so it was like, you know, they came up to the college level. Right. So they got a little bit of a reprisal as well. And Freaks and Geeks has a huge uh, fan base. They are a absolute fan favorite show, even though they only lasted for one season. Yeah. Uh, a cult following, I believe, is the yes, term. Yes, that's but, the good term for it, yeah. But I think it's more than just a cult. I think this show just identifies and hits home with so many people on so many levels. It really does. Uh, just, yeah. There's, there's. I don't see why it got canceled, but whatever. I mean, it was the the main thing that it got it got canceled for was time slot. Yeah. Um, it was going up, I think, at the time against uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and you're not winning that fight. Yeah, you're not going to win like, that fight. That show was ridiculously popular. Yeah, but I mean, it does resonate with people. It's like, um, I mean, it, uh, it, there's always been a time in our lives where we've been trying to navigate a social structure by, you know, we've got this group of friends and we've got this group of friends, and they'll never get together. Because they're not the same type of people, but I'm trying to find a way to, you know, get along with both sides of that. And you know, sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. You know, so I think it resonated with a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but as with all of these TV shows, time must go on. It does. And we are going to move on to another one of our favorites. Oh yeah. Agent Carter. Oh, ABC, you were wrong for this one. Yeah, ABC, I, we don't know what the fuck you were thinking, but, no. you know. you know, Drinking you, you, that haterade is what you yeah, were thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reprising her role as Peggy Carter from the Captain America films, Haley Atwell wowed critics with her performance in this series that followed the agent on various escapades, but it never found a home with audiences and was canceled after two seasons. Yeah. That's really unfortunate. It really is, because this show was like, not canceled because of low ratings like not to begin with like the first season it was a hit with critics they were like this show is great yeah she is nailing this this is fantastic this is good tv but as the show went on less and less people started watching it and so it just kind of died away now i think this may have been another case where it was in a it wasn't in a hard to win time slot but it was in a heavily contested time slot yeah i think it was on uh thursdays um in the evening uh, which was competing against Thursday Night Football um, and your other like primetime NBC shows and things like that, yeah. so it didn't do well. So it wasn't it wasn't heavily contested. It wasn't a hard to win. It wasn't like taking on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but it no, was taking on some heavy bad. stuff. I mean, like if you remember from when we were younger, like Friday night was the night that was when everybody was at home and you know watching television. And you were flipping between three and four channels because yeah. there was when this there was commercial so many break shows was happening, you went to this show. Yeah, when that commercial break watch went on, you went back to the show. Yeah, and there were some shows like you know like uh, Full House and Family Matters. You didn't t- change the channel. Yeah, you even sat to the commercial breaks. That's how good they were. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I don't want to say that America has a shorter attention span now. I don't want to be that guy. But I feel like we do. And so if something's not always banging us in the face, uh, uh, you know, keeping our attention, we tend to wane and wander off to something else, I think. By the, which way, has a lot you, to do with it. By the way, if you like stuff banging in your face, head over to Diamond's Dominatrix <laughs> Boutique. No, the Emporium. The Emporium, It's the Emporium, me. yes. It's a much larger selection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's, good. Yeah, it's a just, warehouse, and we're giving it away. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, we're getting killed for this one. Yeah. 
This is the this is the hill upon which we shall die. And it's not because we want to. It's because <laughs> we're going to get murdered here. We just happen to be on this hill. That's all it was. All right, Good so um, this is a a bit of a guilty pleasure one of yeah. mine. Um, and you'll, you'll all know why uh, once you hear the name of it. Uh, but this is a very popular show on Fox back in the day. Uh, and that show was a little-known show called Dark Angel. Uh, so this show was about a group of genetically enhanced children. They escape from a lab project, and then the rest of the series is them being hunted down by the scientists who are trying to collect their experiments. And God bless America, Jessica Alba was one of these kids. Um, it lasted only two seasons, but this show had a massive fan following. And I'm talking about, like, the ratings were huge for this show. It was very popular. Uh, but this one was another one of those. The networks didn't like the direction the show was going in, and the creative differences, and so, boom, it's done. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you either. This show has a million viewers a week. Cancel it. Yes, but we can all agree that Jessica Alba is smoking hot. So, yeah, this show should stay on the air. And in all fairness, super talented. Yes, she really is. Super, super talented. She's a fantastic actress. I mean, if you don't don't know how good she is, like, she was literally um, in this show. She had a clone uh, who was like a stereotypical, like, more evil version of her, like, smoking cigarettes and had the attitude, you know. But, like, she had scenes where she was talking to herself as herself, playing two completely different characters at the same time. Like, that's talent. I don't care yeah. who you are. Yeah, that's that's good shit. And then if you want to see, like, what kind of range she has, just go watch Good Luck Chuck. Like, yeah, it's fantastic. Like, she, she's doing comedy there after doing serious stuff her whole life. Yeah. Like, she's a good actress. Now, before we move on to the last one, and we saved the best for last. And goddamn right we did. Well, second best, Firefly. Yeah. We saved the next best for last, uh-huh. but uh, we're going to give an honorable mention at this point. Me and Jerry both agree on yes. this. Uh, Kindred the Embraced. It's a it's a great show. Uh, the only reason we couldn't include it in this is because it did not receive uh, good reviews. So it was not a hidden gem and the to rat- a lot of the, people. And the ratings tell the tale. There were yeah. not a lot. The first episode did well. Yep. And that was, you know, a lot of people got invested to, let, let me check it out. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. usually what happens with a show. If it's good enough and the reviews are good enough and the hype is good enough, the first episode's going to do really, really really well, and then it'll kind of peter off. Yeah. That's what kind of happened with this one. And we really don't think it was fair because it's actually, me and Jerry are fans of the video, of the tabletop game slash video game that this series was based off of. Yes, The Vampire the Masquerade. And the stories are fantastic. It's they really, really are. true to that universe. I like it. it's super compelling. And yeah. if you ignore the fact that it's a White Wolf property um, and just base it off of itself, I feel like what lost people a lot was the whole um, in order to get the show, like to understand the structure of the show, like you had to have been familiar with the source material. Yeah. Like, if you weren't, then you wouldn't understand that this show has clans of vampires and that these vampires have an organization where, you know, they're keeping vampires a secret from the mortal world and that kind of thing. And so if you don't have the knowledge going in, you're watching it, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And, and there's so many references to identify several of the characters as what clan they would be yeah. that if you don't know the source material, you're not going to... They don't come out and say it, but they insinuate it enough to where you should be able to go, oh, he's a Nosferatu. That makes he's sense. a Malkavian. There oh, that is. guy's a venture. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. You know, but see uh, Thomas Howell. How yeah. great is he in C. this? See Thomas Howell is fantastic. That dude, again, national treasure. Yeah. We'll ignore Soul Man. 
We know why we ignore we, Soul Man. We, we, yeah. Yeah, but it, it was it. But C. Thomas Howell is great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from the outsiders at the disc to his turn in one of the television shows we're getting ready to talk about here in just a second. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So now, what did we say for our last pick? Well, you know, this last pick, we had to make it a group pick. We really did because there were a certain class of, of shows that were critically amazing, um, wonderfully reviewed, super huge fan base, and because of some bullshit, they were all canceled. Netflix and uh, Disney. You yeah, know what you did. You know what you did. You know what you did. <clears throat> so that means that number six is all of the Marvel Netflix series. Every damn one of them. What were you thinking? What? Why? I what, don't understand why? this. Okay. Well, first of all, let's let's start with. We're not going to take an hour to go over these, but we're no. going to take a few minutes on each one. Let's start with probably the least favorite. Or Iron the two, Fist. The two least favorites. Iron Fist. Yeah. Iron Fist, even as much as it gets shit on, uh-huh. it's still a great story. It's it not really a bad is. story at all. Like it the really key is. comes back, and you know he's trying to figure out like how to get back into the real world. Right. Like he's been away, like literally punching a dragon. Yeah. Like that's a thing that happened. Yeah. Um. You know, and everybody said, well, you know, uh, the guy who played him, um, uh, Masterson. What was his first name? I can't think of his first name, uh, but the guy playing Daniel Rand, they're like he he's not a very good martial artist, and um, you know he's not a very good actor. But I mean, even if you even if I give you that, okay, I'll give you that. Everybody else in that show was fantastic. Um, you know, Claire Temple crosses over into this one. Uh, the people who played uh, Ward and um, the sister's name, I can't remember her name either. Um, I mean, for help for fuck's sake, they got the um, the guy from the Three Hundred and help Van Helsing. Uh, he was the dad. Yeah. He's a fantastic actor. Oh yeah. Um like the acting was top notch. The story was good. And I will I will give you yet yeah, like he's not a great martial artist, but the point of that is Iron Fist was supposed to look like it was effortless for him. He wasn't supposed to look like he was putting in work. Like this is second nature. This is breathing. This is riding a bike for him. Yeah, this this was not about his physical fight this was about his internal fight his struggle to get back into the real world yeah and yes there was going to be a little bit of action to it and i get that and yeah i think for what they for the intention of the story they were trying to tell they pulled it off yeah they did and, and, and yes the show gets shit on a lot and i it get does. why but it's still a great show and really and it is. for whatever reason people crap on jessica jones uh, and jessica i jones, loved jessica jones i absolutely oh god i flip out for that show i love that show yes uh, Kristen Ritter is phenomenal. Amazing. She's so phenomenal. good. Uh, Rachel Taylor, who plays her friend, um, yeah. is good. Uh, I mean, the first season had David Tennant. David Tennant was in that. I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? And and he's the big bad in yeah. the first season. He's the purple man. Yeah. Like, uh, Luke Cage does his crossover. Um, I think the, the second season had, um, was her mom, like, came back and was yeah. doing shit like that was the part mm-hmm. of that one like there it's a good show it's a fantastic show yeah and i mean yeah it's more story driven than uh you know daredevil or luke cage and that's not a bad thing though like no. it, they're both good shows <clears throat> and i think there's just enough action in this show to keep it interesting yeah I mean, I mean, I get it. Jessica Jones is super strong you know you want to see her break shit and punch people and get that but she's a detective the show is about her detective work, not about her superpowers. Like, 
you got to get apart from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that I think for me the balance was perfect between the detective work and you peppered in just enough of her breaking shit and destroying shit. Yeah, absolutely. That it was it was a worthwhile watch. One hundred percent. And then I would say, now this is not my personal ranking, uh-huh. but I would say that people probably think um, Luke Cage is probably like the third from the bottom as far as rankings so go. So probably, probably uh, yeah, I'd probably put him at number three. Yeah, because to and me the top two are Daredevil one. Punisher. Those are the ones people seem to yeah. be the most fans of. But actually, we're forgetting one. Which one? It only They only did eight seasons for it, or eight episodes for that one season. You're talking about the Defenders? Yes. Yeah, but... That that's uh, that, I, I want to count that separate, but we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. So, like Luke Cage again is more story driven because uh, you know it's about the, I mean because it's literally it's a story about you know being black in America. That's what Luke Cage is about. Yeah. I mean, here you have a black man, um, you know, who through no fault of his own uh, was framed for a crime, went to prison, in prison, uh, is experimented on, which has been you know well documented in our history. Um, becomes bulletproof uh which means that you know he's indestructible you really you literally can't kill him and of course he's super strong he's also very he's also super strong so not only can he not be destroyed he can't be you know like he can literally beat the shit out of you yeah very easily and so um you know it's about his struggle like he doesn't want to be that guy he doesn't want to step into the limelight because he doesn't want to have to you know do the things he knows he can do because he he doesn't want to portray himself as that person because of all the ramifications that come with that and of course in the first season through no fault of his own through all the actions of uh, mariah and cottonmouth you know he's forced into that role yeah and becomes the hero of harlem like that's his thing you know um and then the second season continues that kind of story arc in a different way uh, but it's a good show. Like Luke it, Cage is so good. It really is. It uh, to me, it's my favorite one of the Marvel series. Like hands down, it's 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 that it's that good. It honestly, it depends on the day. It is either two or number three. For me, it's it's a clear number one. Um, and only and, and part of it, I'm going to admit, part of it is the soundtrack because the soundtrack for this this is like it's like watching all the dope black exploitation movies from the 1970s like Shaft and Dolomite. It's like reliving that, and I was a really big fan of those movies for me. Um, but uh, Michael Coulter, who plays Luke Cage, yes, phenomenal. That I mean, not only does he look like a brick shit house, yeah, like he looks like he's indestructible, yeah, but like his delivery. And his attitude when he's like talking talking to people and stuff like that, I love when he goes into. I think it was the second season, maybe the end of the first, uh, when he walks into the warehouse and all the guys pull the guns on him, and he's just like, "Guys, come on, you know it's not going to work." And then they all go, "Man, you know we got to try." And he goes, "All right," just puts his hands up like, "Come on, shoot me!" And they just unload clips into him as he stands there, and his you know his his hoodie gets full of holes so after he finishes beating the shit out of him he's just like ah, damn it i gotta go buy another hood <laughs> it's just like he realizes it's like you know this is who i am now you know he came yeah. into being that character but it's just that whole like you know this isn't gonna work right and they're like well you know we gotta do it man if we come back with full clips like they're gonna know so we just lay down our guns now all of that being said i i understand i'm gonna have to defend myself here because i i can feel I feel, first of all, Jerry looking at me like number two or number three. What the no, no, no. I completely understand because don't get me wrong. I know your number one and your number two are going to be Daredevil and Punisher, and they are that good. Well, here's my thing. Uh, Daredevil 
and Luke Cage are interchangeable two and three for me. You could put one in front of the other. Yeah. Either way is respectable. Yeah. And well-deserved. And we're going to get into Daredevil right now, the story of Matt Murdock. Now, uh, it touches on his origin in the first episode, and it's not really discussed anymore. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, like, it's, they, it's they harken back episode. to it, you know, right. through the rest of the episodes, throughout right. the other three seasons. But uh, this is just, it really does a great job of telling his story, especially the story of him being in law school. Yes. Uh, with uh, Foz. Foggy. Foggy, Foggy, yeah. Foggy. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but the story between him and Foggy is absolutely fantastic. It really is. Like, when I tell you that out of all of the shows, Daredevil is the best acting, hands down. Yeah. Like, stellar cast from the front to the back. Uh, Deborah Ann Wall, um, the guy who plays Foggy, I don't know the actor's name. Um, Charlie Cox plays Matt Murdock. It's fucking spectacular. And we're just going to take one moment to address it, because it is kind of like the elephant in the room. Will we see Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock in Spider-Man No Way Home? As there, Matt Murdock? I believe so. I, yes. As Matt as Murdock, Daredevil, yes. I don't no, think so. No, I don't think we're going to see him as Daredevil, but I think uh, it has not been confirmed. Not 100% no. confirmed yet, but there has been enough evidence to support the fact that we may see Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock in Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, now that we've gotten that out of the way, yes. uh, this is a really great story, and... The actor they get to play Kingpin... Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Now, a lot of people looked... When they first heard about who was going to be cast as Kingpin, they were like, you mean the guy from Law & Order? What? Yeah. It's like, no, you don't... You had to give it a shot. Because I thought the same thing at first, but I was like, eh. I gave Christian Bale a chance as Batman. That did not disappoint. I'll give him a chance. Yeah. So glad I did. I was never doubting that guy. He's unbelievable. I knew he had acting ability. I knew he was going to be able to do something with the role, but to hit it the way he did was like, this was destined to be his role. Like, I'll tell you how good he is. Like, you simultaneously hate him and And feel all the sympathy sympathy in the world world for him. him At the same time. Because, like, he had such a rough childhood, but, like, he's such an evil son of a bitch. And you're like, God damn, he's a good actor. Because you can feel every bit of that. Yeah. It's so good. You really, really do. And, like, Charlie Cox, the way he portrays Daredevil, like, you, you feel, like, every day is, like, you know that he's, like, I, I'm doing this for my dad, but at the same time, like he's doing it for himself. He likes beating people up. He, yeah. he enjoys it yeah. on a visceral level that he doesn't want to admit to himself. But like you can see that portrayed in him, and it's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Oh goddamn! Uh, just and you know there are enough crossovers in this show, not from the major characters. Like you don't really see Danny Rand or Jessica Jones or Luke Cage show yeah, up in the show. See, uh, but Claire the, Temple, the supporting characters crossover. Page. Yeah enough to where it keeps them all connected for a show we're going to talk about in just a minute. Yep. Uh, but, Actually, no, we're going to talk about that one before we talk about the last one. Right, because, okay. Um, I feel like the last one we're going to talk about gets more critical acclaim than any of the yeah, other ones. Yeah. And now, yes, we will freely admit that Daredevil did get three seasons, okay, and therefore does not fit our criteria. But it was that damn good. It didn't deserve to be canceled. It, it, it still didn't deserve to be canceled. Yes. Like we said, there were going to be exceptions to the rule. Daredevil ended... First of all, the end of their final season was they you had you had just introduced freaking one of Daredevil's worst bad guys. Yeah. Bullseye. Yeah. And not only that, but um you had also uh come full circle to uh you know Vincent D'Onofrio becoming the kingpin. Like it was he fully stepped into that role. Yeah. 
You know, because it gets hinted at in the first season like that's what they refer to him behind his back. But he doesn't like that moniker. He doesn't sit well with yeah. him. Uh, but, like, he fully steps into that role. In the Like, to me, it was almost like the first three seasons of Daredevil were, like, the backstory to actually, like, the film Daredevil that was coming. And they were building up to it, and everybody was back together, and it was going to be happy. And then nothing. Canceled. Yeah. It was like, it's complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but then we, we mentioned earlier the crossover show, The Defenders. Yes. You have all of these fantastic hero properties in the palm of your hands, and you film one season of the. And then that show was unfucking believable. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, you, and the funny thing is, is it wasn't all action. They actually did some great. Fantastic storytelling, and I have, really to grip my, I have to grip my teeth on that because it was fan fucking tough. And not only that, but like every one of them played their character to perfection. Like Jessica Jones was a reluctant, you know, uh, superhero. Uh, same thing with Luke Cage; he didn't want to get involved, but he got dragged into it. Danny was go, you know, gung ho, like I want to get out there and do this. And you know, Matt was more worried about protecting his identity and the friends around him than he was about any actual harm coming to himself because he didn't go get the armor he just wrapped like a sweater around his head so nobody could tell who he was like that was all he was worried about right um you know so they're you know battling the hand um you know trying to make new york a better place and it's just that show was so good like I've rewatched that four or five times and it, it never gets old it's just super good and it also did uh for for a second, it was never discussed, to the best of my knowledge, but it almost looked like we were going to get another Marvel show, and we were going to get the show for Daredevil's love interest. Yep, Elektra. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get an Elektra spinoff show. I thought we were. We didn't. Disappointing, yes, but I'm okay with it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the show, the stories they tell, and nobody is shit on for screen time or story. Nope, for this, no one like this does a great job. This succeeded where I think the original X Men movies failed. Yeah, like everybody got a significant like amount you're of screen shoehorning time. all these characters into a certain spot, and it's just not and just trying out. to give them spots. Yeah. But no, this was not. Everything made sense, and it was it logical, really and it really told a rich, full story. Yeah. And I hate that we only got one season of it. It's a it's a national crime. It's yeah. a crime against humanity, is what it is. Geneva, but, we need to get the Geneva Accords involved. This but no, 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 because we only get one shot with them, and our next show is who we need to use that shot on. Yes. Now, um, I will freely admit that Luke Cage is my absolute favorite one of the shows. A very, very, very close second is John Bernthal's portrayal of Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. If you have any bit of a heart, that show will fucking rip you to pieces. Yes, it will. It is so good. Um, you know... By now, we all know the, the, the story of Frank Castle and what yes. happened to his family. Uh, so this show does a bit of a slight twist on it. it Just it, a little bit. It wasn't really a – it turns out it wasn't actually like a crime hit or a mob hit. It was actually – The government. The government, you know, because of some shit he had done, some stuff he knew or some stuff they thought he had done, rather. Uh, but that's not important to the story. Uh, the important thing to the story is this is a man who lost everything. Yeah. He had nothing left. The only thing he had left were the skills that the government had given him. And so he decided to put those to work trying to find out what happened to his family and avenge the ones that he lost. Okay, And Berndahl's performance in this, I don't know how that guy didn't win an award. 
I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. That is a crime against the Jews. There's, there's that, no. no reason he should not have gotten an Emmy or a Golden Globe or whatever the fuck you give to people who perform on television or Netflix or whatever. He should have won. Um, now, f- full disclosure, I don't know that he didn't win, but I don't think he did win anything. Um, but if he didn't, if he didn't, he damn sure should have. Yeah. Uh, because, like... Everything he does in that show, between the rage and the pain and the, the, the hurt and the laughter and the joy, like you feel it all. Like this yeah. dude is a phenomenal actor, and I will fully disclose, I fucking hated him in The Walking Dead. Shane was the biggest piece of shit I have ever seen in my entire life. But when I think about it, that's because John Bernthal played him that way, and he made me hate him. So I, I'm, I might have to go out on a limb right now and say that for television. John Bernthal might be the greatest actor uh, of my generation. He's up there. He, he may not be, be the there. he may not be the best, but he's definitely up there and should definitely be I in mean, the conversation. Really I mean, because that show is just it's it's perfection. It it really is good. There's not a there's not a bad part of that show. If you take the top four that we mentioned, you take the Defenders, you mm-hmm. take Luke Cage, you take Daredevil, you take the Punisher. Any one of these four shows. Should be on primetime network television. Well, Any I'm, one of the I'm, four. I'm kind of glad they're not, though, because then you couldn't show all the cool shit they showed in Netflix. This here. is true. But this is true. Uh, but I get what you're saying. Like, they should still be going. Like, these shows were that good. Oh, and, and, it, and I understand that they weren't canceled because they weren't good shows. We get that. It's because yeah. of the deal between Disney and Netflix. But we live in a world where there's no reason that two people. Well, you would think. Couldn't get together and work out some kind of deal because this is a cash cow, man. People are watching this show. Yeah. Like, it's going to make you money. Yeah. Like, just keep it going. And I, I just want to take a moment to just admit to one of my favorite parts of Luke Cage, which gets doesn't really get enough credit. Every time uh, Luke Cage talks about the doing the uh, hootie hoo, yeah. the, the hibbity jibbity, whatever yep. you want to call it, whatever term, sex. We're yeah, talking sex. about sex. Yeah. He always talks about, you want to get a cup of coffee? Yeah. I, I just love <laughs> that. <laughs> It's so fantastic. <laughs> so that's what we're calling it. Okay, sure. Yeah, I could go uh, for that. I could go for some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I could go for some coffee. Anyways, yeah. I go for a little sexual chocolate. No, <laughs> um, but no, like with that man. Yeah, I could. Anyway, uh, I, I, yeah, I there you go. Oh, oh shit! Damn. All right, did we find your Jason Momoa? Uh, Do you want to spread uh, coffee creamer on him and watch it dry? Uh, maybe. Uh, no, nah, but uh, that, he's a, he's a damn handsome man. He is, Not gonna he lie, is. he's a damn handsome man. <laughs> but um, uh, he's no Jason Momoa, but he's handsome. No, nah. but seriously though, like. Um, all of these shows were so good. Like, I don't know anybody, um, even if you're not that big of a fan of the Marvel movies, because I know some folks that kind of shit on them every now and again. But even if you weren't a fan of the Marvel movies, like I don't know anybody who hates on the Marvel Netflix shows, aside from Iron Fist. Uh, and I think wrongly so. And, and, because a, and a, little bit a little bit on Jessica Jones. A little bit Jones, yeah. Um, like, I don't know why. Like, they're that good. Oh, and how good... If- Going back to Luke Cage, how good is the acting in Luke Cage? It's fantastic. Uh, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, yes, is going to be making another appearance in the Marvel universe. Yep, as Blade. Yes, and uh, don't forget that that show uh, for both seasons, Alfre Woodard was Alfre playing Mariah Woodard. Dillard. I mean, sh- and she's a fucking phenomenal. She's a she's a nominated actress. Yes, and she's in the show, and like she's fantastic. Um, like it's hard to believe. Like she's been so nice and kind in all her other movies that she's just conniving, you know, snake in the grass, Mariah. Uh, well, I'm sorry, as um, 
Bushmaster would say Mariah Stokes. Her name not Dillard, it's Stokes. That's a, if you've watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it hurts my heart um, for a lot of these shows on this list. But the fact that all of the Marvel Netflix shows were done as dirty as they were is like a different kind of hurt for me. It's it's so wrong. It's so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, folks, that's it. That's it. Uh, I think we got through some major, major gem shows. Yeah, I, I think we had a, a, a nice little catharsis, almost a good cry. Yeah. You know? And so. Uh, and Jerry I, found my Jason Momoa. Yeah, we did. And I think it's very important that uh, we take a small moment and, you know, remind everybody that if you were on a television show that was canceled too early and you feel like you deserve a second chance, please call us. Contact the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. We're working for you. We will be here when no one else will. Call us today. Yeah, we had to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah. But I like I, I feel like this is this is a good comprehensive list. I feel like we did good work on this. I, I think we did. And, I think we did. And we, did we get to every show that has no, deserved there's, a there's, second chance? There's that no way to do that. No, there's no way to there's do that. There's not enough time in the world. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, if we gave him a minute, we could probably if we gave him a minute each show, we could probably do it in a year's worth of episodes. Maybe. Probably, and maybe. maybe that might be something we do later on, like uh, the you know the show that got shit on corner. So we'll, we'll think of a funny name we for may. it if we decide to do it. Eh, you know, it is what it is. But, but who knows? But yeah, that's it. That is it, folks. So we hope you enjoyed it. We certainly enjoyed bringing it to you. And uh, tune in next week. We've got a very, very, very special episode coming up for you. Yep, it's going to be our second character spotlight. Who yes. is it? You'll have to wait and You'll find have to out wait to see. And find out. But before we let you go, we've it's got to give you keyword, keyword time. Keyword time. We're going to have to record a song. Keyword time. Like, keyword time, keyword time. It's time for keyword time. No, that's, that's terrible. All right, so here's your keyword. What show did Jim Carrey audition for multiple times but never make it on? Now, granted, you could go look that up on the internet. Fair enough. But why would you? You're here to play the game. So play the game. Listen to the episode. We already mentioned it to you. And thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Absolutely. So, folks, thanks for listening. Yeah. We love this episode. We hope you did. And And we love you. We love you. But we especially love our brand new theme song brought to us by Blue Eyed Darkness and Noise Machine. Yeah, I'm talking about it again. And you're going to hear it in just a moment. But before that. You know what it's better than? It's better than The Punisher. There, I said it. It's better than Luke Cage. It's better than the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There, I did it. I did it. I did it. I'm laying oh, tracks now. He, he can't take it back. Folks. I'm it's spitting out there. bars. <laughs> oh, but folks. You know, audience, do you agree with me? Yeah, see, they agree with me. It's that good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank no you. argument. I can't, I, can't, I can't fault it. See, there you go. But, folks, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh... And don't forget to check out, check out Diamond's Dominatrix Emporium. Yes. Our prices are insane. <laughs> and so is the pain you'll feel. But anyway, yes. uh, thanks for listening. Our safe word uh, is pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, folks, this has been Nerd to Been Knowledge. I'm James. I'm Jerry. And, and we, we are, are first pick for podcast and last pick in dodgeball. dodgeball. We'll catch you later. <laughs> See you then. <laughs>